World. We back. Episode 32 of Pick the Play Podcast. G Maw. Bring it back, Will of Thrill, for one more again. Let's do it. Yo, man. Yo, where we around right around the corner October now? Boy, you here? I'm here, baby. Just contemplating right now. I'm already in football mode looking at this game right now. These Bengal dudes trying to mess this up right now against Jacksonville. But that's the NFL, uh, people. You know how it goes. Uh, look like look like Will visited the office earlier. Oh man. Um uh, we got a lot of getting to um this week, man. Um basically Will back on our encore episode <laughs> on a follow-up. Yeah, we got well, we got to go over last week's results and uh stuff. It was definitely a good week for me as well. Went out the fan duel. All in all, I had no, eighteen. No, no, pick- no, no. Will tell them about your fan duel experience on game day, because you know, because you know, going to the office and playing the digits is legal now. Tell them about your account right now. Tell real quick. Tell tell them about what the, the tri-state what to look for on, on on football Sunday. What to look out for. Well, if you go in the FanDuel in in Jersey, those of you in the area, be prepared because they changed the rules. You got to pay fifty dollars to park, and you got to take a shuttle over there, which and it was packed for the Giants game. Who, of course, just. No point of bad against Atlanta. I'm sorry, I had to say it like that, but I can't Gotta believe they edited really hard I'm sorry, but uh, they they crapped the bed something fierce against the the Falcons, but it's all right. I didn't take them anyway. But yeah, if you're going out there, I suggest you put your tickets in on Saturday for some things because parking over there is real. You know, Sundays I got a local place I go to, but. It's better to go over there on a Saturday because you you won't have to deal with a lot of the hassle. And the Jets are playing over there this weekend. So, you know, it's going to have parking issues, major parking issues. But so besides like that, so- yeah, no, besides that, it was a good day, though. I had 17 picks. I hit 16 out of 17 this week, people. Oh, man, 16 and one ain't bad. That's like like that's like a 90. That's like a 90 percent. You know what I'm saying? You're shooting ninety percent from the um from the um land of plenty right now. You know what oh, I'm 90, oh, what, what? 90, 90, 90 plus. That's over like ninety five, almost there in the ninety five. But no, it's about ninety three, I think. But it ain't always like that. Believe it or not, for those of you who don't know a lot about how the professionals pick, and this came from another professional, the average professional picks. But believe it or not, at a 55 to 58% success rate, which sounds crazy because that's almost like the toss, the flip of a coin. But it's actually the truth. Mm. So, you know, don't get gassed up by these dudes who think they're experts and all of that. They're watching the same game that we are. You know, there's just certain things you know to look for. You know, do your research. And it can work out well for you if you know what you're doing. Definitely, man. We didn't cover week two, but like, let's go. Let's go fast forward real quick. I, you know, like it's just been like a season of rookie quarterbacks. Um, Patriots and the Jets. 
I know well you that's not a safe bet for rookie quarterbacks and whatnot, but like it's just the ebb and flow of um of Matt Say Jones. Say it again. Matt Jones. It's just it's just let's let's, let's fast forward real quick from week two to week four and, t- and talk about like what trends you see. Patriots and we see a lot of rookie quarterbacks at the home now. Um starting with um starting with in Chicago where um the old the old man got hurt, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's on the sideline. He got hurt that game, and he um he aim, he was able to beat the Bears. But in comes in comes the young boy from Ohio State. So, like basically, from Bears to Brown, like they they went from the they went from playing they went the from Bengals. playing the Bengals, and then they stepped yeah, and then they went went to step up to play against the Browns, which they got whooped by the Browns at Justin Fields' first start, first official start. What are your impressions on that? Real quick. That's what's called a baptism by fire. Right there. You can't <laughs> come in your first game and have to meet Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney. That's not even fair. That's the kind of thing that coaches should almost be fired for. Unfortunately, Andy Dalton couldn't have played. I might have stuck Nick Foles in there for a game because that's not the game you want to get your rookie started off. And they called a really bad game plan. For success, you know, with some when in a game like that, you got to set up simple throws and simple plays to get the guy comfortable. And they didn't do that. And he was under fire from the word go from a very upset Cleveland team, too. So and what happened? Uh, what happened with Montgomery? Montgomery is a player in the back. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't go there. Yeah, but the thing is, if they know you can't pass, they stack the box for the run. Montgomery's got nowhere to go. It doesn't matter who the running back is. If they know you can't pass, they putting eight guys in the box and shutting the run down because they know you can't pass. That's true. You don't have time I gotta to look pass. At, I got to look at his attempts because Justin Fields, he's good on the run too. Did they call any run action plays or any any um bootlegs, anything like that? Did they call anything like to get him comfortable, like three reads? Not a whole lot for what I see. The problem is you don't have time for play action when you can't run to the outside with Miles Garrett and Davion Clowney coming from the outside. That's well, the no, problem. Not necessarily, not necessarily that. Just basically, like you roll into the left or roll into the right, get get on the perimeter, and and then and then then you um throw the ball to the to the, to the tight end or to the fullback, like short reads. Like short reads that you know get them get the momentum going, running some motion and stuff like that. He comes, Matt Nagy comes from that school of um, with the Chiefs on that. Use the skies and stuff like that. I don't know why they didn't go to that. That makes no sense. No, it just wasn't. It just wasn't working against this Cleveland team. Their next game is against Detroit. They should have. He should have a better showing. And they're debating on who to start in that Detroit game. It would be a shame if they took the ball out of his hands because. That wasn't a good showing, and you know he's going to be ready to try to step up and play a better game in the second game because the first one just was not the one. It was the wrong was, team for a rookie to start against. I was just about to say that. I was like, um, is this too far gone to get go to Nick? You just mentioned Nick Foles. It, 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 at this point, it's too far gone now. Yeah, I mean, I understand. They're one and two. They stuck him in there. It's not the end of the world if they don't start him. You already know he is your future quarterback. And he will be taking over this team at some point. Because at some point, they're going to break Nick Foles in half and they're going to break Andy Dalton in half. And the young quarterback is going to be the only guy left. And if Matt Nagy's not careful, this is his last year as a Bears head coach. So everybody going to be a human karate board right now. 
That's what you're saying in Chicago. <laughs> Is either the city going to get them or, or somebody going to get them? If they don't get their somebody act together, one. their line's not that impressive either. But the good thing is, like I said, Detroit's coming in. Detroit is the kind of team where you can have a positive experience. They may not win the game, but they might. If they can beat Cincinnati, they could beat Detroit. So let's see what yeah, happens. Man. Detroit's a little better than I thought they are, too, though. I'll give them that. They're a little better let's than get... I thought. Yeah, they, 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 they actually was competitive the last couple of games. They had the games against, like, the Packers. They had games against – and it was, it was in the game. Let's talk about – I'm glad you got to Detroit. Let's talk about that crazy – well, well, let's let's stay let's stay early in the season. Let's let's fast forward. Um, the Browns look strong. The Browns look like they they legit right now. They haven't out to my to my degree. I don't think they lost a game yet. And Odell's back, and they didn't really need to utilize him. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna say they're top four in the in the AFC. It's yeah, I mean, even actually to tell you the truth, you never know. I mean, it's hard to we we'll have to get to the Chiefs in a minute, but. The top four teams from last year, Tennessee, Baltimore, I mean, Tennessee, Buffalo, Cleveland, and Kansas City. Cleveland's holding his ground, doing its thing. Buffalo had a rough start, but they're looking real. Tennessee's getting yeah. back to action. The surprise of them all is what is going on in Kansas City. Yeah, like one and two. So let's let's talk about that, that Chiefs-Browns game. Chiefs got out of there with the skin of their teeth. Um... Let's just, let's call a spade a spade. Pat Mahomes been looking inaccurate right now. Yeah, he's looking like he's not fully into it right now. And understand, I, I'll say one thing for the Chiefs: they did give him rough start to the schedule. I mean, oh, they gave yeah, absolutely they gave him Cleveland, Baltimore, and and who would they who they just lose to? And San Diego they just lost to the Chargers. The upstate. Uh, upstart Charger, well, LA now, but uh, upset, upset, uh, upstart LA team that a lot of people got in their playoffs. I think we had them in their playoffs uh, unanimously. Um, right, correct, correct, or I'm wrong. You, me, and Mal, we had them in the playoffs this year. So yeah, they basically yeah, they're up there. They're definitely up yeah. there. And uh, Justin Herbert is definitely the truth. The defense out there is pretty solid, and the offense is just going to get better. So yeah. you better watch out for that that Charger team. They're a very good team to, to to pick as far as close games, and they play defense. That's the whole thing. They actually really do play defense. And uh, Austin Eckler is a very good back. I was never a big fan of Eckler, but I kind of got to give him his props. He does his thing. He's a do it all back. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a threat out the backfield catching the um. He could you could turn them um screens into long term games and whatnot. He really improved his game over these past three four years. He he was a late round pick. Uh, he was either late round or undrafted, and he just worked himself up to a player. And and then and you got we, – we, we all said – or we already said, like, what type of offense they had. So Yeah, Mike Williams uh, the key. To, Mike Williams is going to have a really big year. I got him on a couple of my fantasy teams, and I'm starting him over some guys who are like, you're really starting him over this guy? I'm like, yeah, and he's not letting down at all. He's the big touchdown guy. Keenan Allen moves the stick. Mike, Mike Allen gets the – Keenan Allen moves the sticks. Mike Williams gets the touchdowns, and Austin Eckler just does both. So, 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 let's stay in the division. What, what does, what does the Chiefs have to do to get right? What do they have to do to improve and get back on track? Because, the, because we all know that with their firepower, they, they won a two games out. And one or two games, they go on, they could go on a five game stretch, and they just went five straight. What do they have to do to get back on track to, um, to get to the Chiefs that we know? 
Well, number one, they got to play some defense. They're giving up 30 a game right now. Now, usually that's okay when Pat Mahomes is scoring 40 a game, but if Pat number not scoring 40 a game, that 30 a game is going to get you an L. So they better find some intensity on the D. They play Philly this week in Philly, so they should be able to get a W and at least start to right the ship a little bit. You know, with a little opponent that's not as crazy as the rest of the opponents. So, you know, they should Absolutely. get right now. But the problem is that division, you got 3-0 and Raiders, 3-0 and Broncos, 2-1 and San Diego. It's not time to take too many L's. Now, those teams are going to come back to earth pretty soon. You know, uh, Denver, who, of course, is my team, but I'm not unrealistic. We played the Jets, the Giants, and and what, Jacksonville. So they really can't yeah. get easier as far as the schedule. We got the uh, Giants got uh, Baltimore coming. I mean, the uh, Broncos got Baltimore coming in this week. So, okay, so you know, now real. we – Yeah, so it's going to start getting real. It's going to start getting real for the Raiders too. I'm not sure who they play next. We'll have to take a look at that one right They play there, the Chargers. But, they play the Chargers on Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's right. Chargers. Yeah, that's that's the Raiders' first loss right there. They're taking yeah, it out. Club B. Yeah, that's their first Other- loss. What's the what's other surprises you've seen in the um and so far so far in the um in the league before we get to um we get to like the next slate and we talk, talk about Dez and we talk about the fantasy corner and whatnot. What do what do you, what have you seen so far, good or bad? Well, early surprise right now, Cincinnati only predicted yeah. to win six. The the under over was six and a half games for the season. They're already what two and one right now. They beat Jacksonville. They'd be three and one. They're losing right now, but team is solid. Offense is pretty good. Defense has got a lot to be desired, but they're actually not playing horrible on defense. I mean, the division is still for them, but you know, I'm pleasantly surprised at Joe Burrow and uh and his people. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're not they're not doing too bad. Carolina at three and zero. Oh, they've had a pretty light schedule too. The only game they had was New. For COVID, so uh, that kind of they got by that, but now they got to go into Dallas this week. That's Carolina's first loss coming up right now. Cowboys, people better watch out for that team. And I am not a Cowboys fan. I have know a lot of Cowboys fans. I got nothing personally against them, but they really did a smart thing. This draft, they their whole draft was defensive players, and they yeah, need. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Let's talk about the Cowboys for a little bit. They really, they really, their defense looks strong. I, I don't want to say that, and I don't want to say that like to sound like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm switching, never switching sides over here. But you gotta call, you gotta, you gotta call it what it is. The Cowboys defense been looking a little bit stronger outside of that um um Buccaneers game. They went into LA, beat the Chargers. They um let, um Monday Night Football. They went back home. This, I think that was their first um home game of the season, and they look strong yep. against their rival Eagles. Yeah. Like, the thing is, the scariest part is these guys are three games into their NFL career. They're only going to yep. get strong. That's true. That might be the class they, of the NFC East. Oh, it definitely is right now. You can pretty much wrap the division up right now for them. Washington was the maybe right now. They've had a couple of tough games. They lost to San Diego week, week one, a playoff team. They lost to – who did they They're just lose? The Giants. The they lost – no, the they Giants. beat the Giants. They beat the Giants. Beat the Giants, but, close one. They gave up a lot of yeah, points. They barely beat the Giants, and then they got racked by Buffalo. So it's like it seems like they can beat non-playoff teams, but playoff teams they have trouble with. So, but so, you know, you know that's, what? That's, that's not. 
the thing the thing that they usually hang their hat on is not working right now. Their defense number two ranked in the league last year. They are they are really looking weak right now. They are not getting no pass rush whatsoever. Well, their secondary. Uh, you're right about the strength is their line, and their line isn't getting there getting there enough, and their secondary is not strong enough to hold it down. So that's a good if point. They want to compete. If they want to compete with Dallas, they have to get, they have to fix that line. That line got to get some pressure. Yeah, and who do they play this week? Let me see. They play. Let me pull up the schedule real quick. Who do they play this week? You know. Yeah, we we're gonna look at it. Uh, man, they they got somebody. I know they got somebody this week that they um is formidable. They they don't have no off week because their schedule is strong because they have the first place schedule. Let me see. Right now, they play. Oh, that's a get-right game. They play the Falcons. They go to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. That's a W. That's, yeah, that's the kind w. of game you need to get yourself back in order. Gibson? Gibson? And you told, you talked about Antonio Gibson? That dude's a baller, man. He, he, oh, he yeah. caught a pass to 73 yard, and then he just broke like five, six tackles for a 73 yard touchdown. That dude's, that dude's a, is a beast. He's a Believe it or fantasy not. Fantasy owners, hope you're listening. Yeah, believe it or not, you know who else I like, even though he's on a bad team, is James Robinson. He's the only one who's got a touchdown in this game, too. He's just a reliable back. Even if on a bad team, he's a reliable back, doesn't fumble, finds the holes, you know. He's a guy I took as one of those guys, especially when ETN went down, that he'll fill that hole. He might not be the guy you want, but he's the guy that will be serviceable and hold you down. I'm watching him right now. He's in the middle of, oh gosh, up the middle for 25 yards as, as we speak. <laughs> Just right Will up does, the middle. Will does play by play announcing, y'all. He does that too. <laughs> he got a twist. His, his jersey number is 25. He just ran for 25. Right up the middle, too. <laughs> Cincinnati not careful. They're going to get eaten up. The digits are strong, man. Yo, did but, you? Let's, let's talk about. Yo, have you seen. It's just a lot, like October and whatnot. We we just we just um we just really focusing on like you know what I'm saying October and like we rounding down the, the winter months. We about to go to winter time. It's a lot of um like you know what I'm saying a lot of mental health. That was that's had a sit down with I am athlete guys. I employ you. and this and this is this is sponsored by DraftKings, that other company. You know what I'm saying? Um, honestly speaking. If y'all get a chance, Chad Ochocinco, Channing Crowder, um, what's the dude, Brandon Marshall, that's a great show, especially in our community and whatnot. That's a great show to look at. But Des actually sat down. He talked about what made him become a player and what be, what made him become who he was um, as an athlete. It's called I Am Athlete. Check it out. It's on YouTube. So Basically, I looked at this clip and uh, Dez was talking about his upbringing in terms of like his mom and him and his mom is like 13 months, of, uh, 13 years apart from each other. And then he, they was talking about, uh, man, you, I think, Will, I think that your, your favorite character on there, because he keeps it super real, is Channing Crowder. Channing Crowder was like him and um, Brandon Marshall. No, him. No, Brandon Marshall, I believe. Um... Des and um, Shannon Crowder. Like, everybody knows. Just like the city, the, the city's small, right? So okay. the NFL is small. The NFL is even smaller. You know what I'm saying? Football is even smaller because 
Whoever you run um seven on seven with, whoever you play high school football with and Friday night lights with, you basically you're gonna see in on college, you're gonna see in the NFL going up against the scene. All those all three of them outside of Shannon Crowder and Fred um and, and Fred um Taylor from um it's funny we talk about the Jaguars from Jacksonville yep. Jaguars law. Um they all play the same position. They all play Rob receiver or they play like a skill position at some degree, right? So Correct. um Des was talking about it on um, talk about his mom and whatnot. And then there was a coach that they played. And um he was in the cow he was in the um Miami organization. And they was like, yo, you know the name. Cause if you don't, I'ma catch a fate. <laughs> like he was like, uh uh-uh. uh, it was like, yo, because like honestly speaking, I don't want to say I don't get this man Sean, but if I'd seen him in the alley, he'll catch a fate. They all started dying. Yeah, they all they, they all started dying. So they basically like, yo, listen, is your mom, is your mom, does she do like trafficking? You know what I'm saying? I didn't want, I don't want to say the word, I don't want to say the word out here, but you, does she do trafficking? Des looked at right. him, he was like, he didn't answer because he was like, yo, if I answered what was in my mind, I'm gonna like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a snap. You know what I'm saying? It's like a certain. It's, it's it reminded me when me and you was outside last night. You know what I'm saying? And then the dude just got too touchy. There's certain do- things you don't do in our culture. You know what I'm saying? Right. Certain things you don't do. Right. So um, it got to where they talk about Des. Des is notoriously late for like a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Something I can relate to. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm never I'm good with timing. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm working on it. But um, he was like, yo. He would have like kids. He's from Texas. He's from the Dallas, Texas area. So he had kids coming up to his, um, coming up to his crib and whatnot. Like, yo, Des, can we play the game? Des, can we like? He always makes time for kids. Like, he'll go and go facility. And so, when he made the comment about cat and whatnot, he's like, yo, what you like? What is your? It was kind of unclear. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, with these shows, you edit a lot. You edit down or so much. And he was like, yo. Um, like, like you, you, you kneeling and whatnot, but what's like, I don't see no action. I don't like, what's like, like, and then Brandon Marshall asked to the effect, what's the call to action? He's like, I don't see none. I'm like, my man, I'm like, yo, you can't say that when somebody actually was a martyr, actually sacrificed his whole career just for a cause, you know what I'm saying? Just for something like that's bigger than him. Not a lot of people do that. You know, my mom, I do um, Raheem. You know what I'm saying? And like, Des Bryant wouldn't have did it either. Yeah, I don't think it takes a special individual to do that. That's why it's so, it's so, you got to be super careful with calling somebody out when you don't know the complete purpose of who somebody's trying to, what somebody's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Or that might have been his calling. You know what I'm saying? Football might have been his higher calling. You know what I mean? But so let like, me tell you something. I, I, yeah. There's no question in the talent that was in that that's in those rev room for yeah for that show. You got some of the most prolific pass catchers, you know, in modern day. Yeah. I don't know how far I don't know how much credit I give as far as IQ in that room, but <laughs> talent there's no doubt. And not saying these fellows are not football intelligent, but. There's a reason that Des Bryant is not playing in the NFL right now. When he was pretty much in the prime of his career, almost a little, maybe slightly past the prime, when they start, when people, when teams stopped picking him up. 
There's definitely a reason for that. Now, as far as what he said about Kaepernick and him not doing enough, he's like, what did he say that he's like the NFL said that he should he should do something. Or the NFL, I, he said his somebody's his people said uh, that he needs to do something about it, but he didn't actually do anything about it. Yeah, he did do something about it. Like you right. said, he put his life, his livelihood. His career, his reputation on the line for as noble a cause as there is. Now, understand, after that, maybe he didn't make the moves that Des wanted, but you know, when people are doing historic stuff like what Kaepernick did and and you know, time changing stuff, you don't always know what you're doing. You just right. do it. You know what I mean? It's and you fall out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. No, what were you saying? I'm sorry. My fault. There's no manual. There's no manual when you're trying to be change, change, make changes to things for the better. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, the means, like when, the Harriet Tubman, when Harriet Tubman created the Underground Railroad, she wasn't, you know what I'm saying? She wasn't writing a, a playbook. You know what I mean? She was just, okay, this way looks clear. Let's, let's go that way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She just was being brave enough to take those steps. And that's what Kaepernick did. He was brave right. enough to try that. He was ridiculed. That's all great people are. They usually ridicule for the things they do until they do it and people see what actually was accomplished. You know, and it spurned the movement, a movement that that left that went beyond the football field. Definitely went beyond the football field. And it's part of what's going on right now and it's commendable. And and it pre- I do- and it pre- yeah, yeah, I'm no, sorry. And, bro. I'm saying, and I give him credit for it, for what he did, you know, but, and it's like, what are you doing right now? You're on a talk right. show, you know, talking about him, just like, the, you know, the media did, did to you when you were a player and you didn't like it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So You're doing like, the same thing. So it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's the it's the pot calling the kettle black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, like you can't, you can't do that. You can't throw stones, and and, and you're, and, and he even said it. Like he's still trying to get a spot in the league. I'm not, I'm not knocking nobody trying to get paper. You know what I'm saying? Legal paper at that too. But like at the same time, you can't tear nobody down and then say like, yo, I'm trying to get a come up. So it's like, what is your purpose of coming on the show? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is your purpose? Like, I get you kicking it. You kicking with your boys. You close to Brandon Marshall. They shared the story that you remember when um. Saints were down. Um, Saints were down. Wide receivers. I think Michael Thomas was hurt at the time, and and they needed wide receivers. Brandon Marshall tried out. No, Dez tried out and he tore his Achilles, and then Brand- they bought Brandon Marshall, and he was there for like a for a spell or two for a couple of months. Yep, you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's a fraternity, man. It's a it's a it's like there's there's. People gotta move by rules and code, man. And, and and like we see it, and I see it with the I work, you know, I work with young boys. It's a different set of rules and codes nowadays now. And we yeah. talk, we 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 talk about this all the time. The codes, and we talked about this in the car. It's a different rules and there's different rules and codes now. It's a wild, it's the wild wild west now. Yeah. You don't know what the standard now. And then after New Orleans, the Ravens signed him. He didn't do anything over there. That's true. Full extent, but like 
that people pick and choose who they want to associate and what they're not to associate. What's cool and what's fly and what's not. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So we can we can leave. All right. So Giants Saints. Um, the Giants. It looks like Saquon need the ball more. Saquon definitely needs the ball more. Um, Saints come in. They they was shaky. They look they look shaky during the um more than shaky during the um with the Panthers. And they got right um this last um week when they played who they played um this past week they played Patriots. they played Patriots. the Patriots. It was a young quarterback. It was a rookie quarterback coming in in there. So yeah, but they handled pretty well. And even the game against Carolina, they were missing nine coaches: offensive line coach, running back coach, defensive coach. You know, it wasn't it wasn't. I'm, uh, that's a COVID loss right there. That game should have been a game. That was a COVID loss right there, but. The Saints will definitely right the ship. All right. So, uh, it's it should be interesting. They play the Giants this week. I don't think the Giants are going to make it out of the dome with a win, but uh, you never know. It's the NFL. Kamara may be a really good start this week too. Yeah, Kamara. Yeah, definitely Kamara. Would you say Jameis this week, or it's kind of shaky? James been throwing. Yo, James been um James been throwing like under two hundred. He do under two hundred for the Panther game. So, what do you see forecast for him? Is he a fantasy sleeper? Um, and the problem is they have very guardable receivers. Mm. They don't have one receiver that their top, a top corner of another team couldn't kind of shut down a bit. So, it sounds That's like you're forecasting a closer game than expected. Well, it's not that. I'm just saying I can't rely on Jameis Winston to have a blowout game as far as passing. It's really, really not. Jameis' production is based off of the play calling of of, of Sean Payton. Got it. Because I can see the Saints need yards after catch. Absolutely. They're going to get a lot of yards after catch unless Jameis throws those long bombs, which sometimes work and sometimes don't. Mm. So, okay. It's tough. And, and Kamara, there's, there's guys that are do a big game. Kamara's really do a big game. Mm. You know? And it could be. Against the Giants, the football but, Giants. Say, 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 the New York Football Giants. The New York Football yeah. Giants. I, I, but I'm gonna be real with you. It looks like old four is on our horizon right now. I'm not too um, I'm not too keen on this game. I'm not too confident. The question is, what's the spread? Mm. You have it available? Oh, yeah, I got it available right now. It's New on okay. uh, New Orleans minus seven. New Orleans giving seven. Yeah, they they that predicts a blowout, don't it? It could be. <laughs> the problem is the Saints. The Saints got defense, and they they will come get Daniel Jones, and it's noisy in that dome. Yeah, that, I that front. Are interceptions going down, and it the, could get real for the Giants. The Mario Davis, Lattimore coming. Yeah, it's, it's gonna look lethal. They say it's a two and one. I think they're heading towards a three and one. Absolutely. Final score. I don't know. 31-23, maybe. You being nice think, to us. <laughs> I think I would take. Yeah, I, would, I think I would take the Saints with giving seven points. Got it. Let's go to another New York football team: Titans versus Jets. What do you see forecast? Derek King Henry comes to um New York. Invades the big city. 
What do you see coming out of that? Hen Hen fantasy owners. What's the spread? Spread is um six and a half, Tennessee. That's a gracious spread right there. That's the kind of game you jump all over because the Jets play D and Tennessee needs an offensive explosion. They're starting to right their ship. And that's one of my teams that I like a lot of fantasy guys on at all. AJ Brown may be out though. He's a little gimpy, but that's the good thing about having Julio over there. Absolutely. You know? Julio's due. Julio's due. AJ sat out the second half of the um of the Colts game. Um, this past Sunday, I, I guess that's why I made it a little closer than expected. Cause um, Wentz was um, and Wentz was hobbling that time. A lot of players are getting injured around this time of the season right now. I don't know what it is. I think I think um, because it's less OTAs and everybody's trying to get their conditioning together. But that's a story for another day. You can't hit like that in the off season anymore. You can't practice like that in the um regular season anymore. So that might be something to see. But I expect, but. You you saying look out for Julio and as a, um, for fantasy sleepers? Yeah, well, no, I mean it's not sleepers in this. I mean, if AJ's out, Julio's gonna get a huge target share. Mm-hmm. You know, Derrick Henry is gonna do the work. I mean, six and a half—that's an insult to Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, who did Jets play last week? They played the Broncos Denver, and they got stomped. Denver beat them twenty-six nothing. They lost to Carolina by eight. Who played them week two? They played the Patriots, and they got stomped by 19 at home. And, and they home got open. stomped? Yeah. And Tennessee is six and a half? Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know? But listen, that sounds like a game. It could be some funny business in that game, because if not, this should be a two-touchdown win. I hear you, man. You're the swami. You're the guru. Watch- Tennessee doesn't have the greatest defense, but that's you blitz this kid. You blitz his face off, you know. But I think he's actually going to have – Tennessee doesn't have the greatest defense. He may have some success for a little while before it all comes crumbling down. That's the film. That's the formula, man. Yeah. Who we um, we, we talked about the Dirty Birds and, and, and Washington football team coming to town. We don't have to go in too much further. You're going you're gonna to laugh at this spread. The spread is um, one point Washington. Well, Washington's been a moody team with the scoring. Yeah, they are due to get Curtis Samuel back. I think he's really going to help them. Like, they haven't had him yet. Curtis Samuel they picked up from Carolina, and he's a dude they were using as a right wide receiver and a running back. So he's kind of that do-it-all guy for the in-between stuff. When he comes back, I think it's going to help Washington. But they haven't, they haven't gotten a chance to really use him. They kind of use J.D. McKissick like that right now, but Curtis Samuel is actually a better player. And um, I still think I think Washington needs another receiver. Absolutely. They need, they need another receiver to throw in there. Yeah, because McLaurin, McLaurin's getting double teamed now. Yeah. And the, and, the, and the Sims guys, I don't know how well these Sims guys are. They're, they're, they're moody with it. Tight end, they're solid with Logan Thomas. Running back, you already know they're good. But they need another real. They need another. They need a big receiver. Almost like it's funny, like Josh Gordon, who's just coming back in the NFL for the nineteen. Oh, we didn't even talk about it. Like that—that's exactly what the doctor ordered for the Chiefs. But let's save that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Let's but, save uh, that. Washington can't afford to lose this game. Absolutely. Not with, Dallas, not with Dallas out there right now. This is not a game they can screw around with. They're gonna—they're gonna bring pressure with us in Atlanta. In Atlanta. That's a loud yeah, crowd, by the way. 
they're going to have to go get him because everybody's probably going to take Washington. Be careful with that game. But Washington can't. they got to go get this guy. So, so no who you got in this game? I'm taking Washington. They can't lose this game. Their season's almost over early. They're, they're in early, early trouble if they lose this game. Let's move right along. Let's let's. But um, Bills look like they're getting getting um getting back right to things and whatnot. Circling the wagons, as Chris Berman would say, <laughs> they go up against the Texans against um David Mills. I like this kid, but he's a devoid of talent at the offensive end. What's the spread? The spread is whoa, seventeen points, Buffalo. Ooh, a seventeen point spread. That might be tricky. They're expecting an annihilation. Mm-hmm. Where's the game at? Buffalo. Bill's Mafia. Houston's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, this is looking like a three touchdowner. Oh man. It is. Houston, we have a problem? I'm inclined to tell you. Understand. I once saw, I remember one of my favorite games I ever saw. When Josh Allen first started, mm-hmm. his first, I think it was his first year, they went into Minnesota. Minnesota was a 17-point favorite over this kid, Josh Allen. And I think Minnesota lost by 30. Oh, man. I remember that game. It was one of the most lopsided games I ever saw. I mean, they got it. They were 17-point favorites, Minnesota, and they got annihilated. I, so I it's think... Not like it, it's not like it can't happen. It ain't gonna happen to Josh Allen against the Texans, but it can happen. I I think I think I think error errors aside, I think he's gonna shatter every Jim Kelly record there is in Buffalo. Well, let's put it like this: if he could if he could beat the make it to four Super Bowls, that'd be a hell of a record right there. Because Jim Kelly went to four, and he went to four straight. I don't know if anybody ever did that. So. Is he is he more talented than Jim Kelly? Of course, absolutely. His physical abilities, his running, passing, but Jim Kelly had that that mental fact. That mental he was so game. tough. He took so many shots. Yeah, took so and many shots. Jim Kelly had an incredible team. Yeah, he, he did. Hall of Famer Thurman Thomas, Bruce Hall of Famer Bruce Smith, Daryl Talley, the secondary. Andre Reed, yeah. Don BB, like he had all. BB was nine, a special teams yeah. ace. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, all five. No, Steve Tasker was. Steve Tasker, team. right? Steve Tasker. BB was the yeah. slot guy. Yeah, but he had that whole team. Yeah, that man. was just a great, great team. If Buffalo can get there, I'm saying I like Buffalo's defense. I mean, I like Buffalo's team. Their defense is okay. I think they need another pass rusher. And I would love one more linebacker there, you know, to do a little bit more hitting. But for the most part, Buffalo, Buffalo is ready. Yeah. And I don't know if they've taken enough steps to bring them to the Super Bowl level. So and you think you think Cleveland, you think Cleveland and center and the Chiefs are a little bit better than the Bills right now? Well, Cleveland still got to prove that they can go as well. They got the personnel. They got better personnel than Buffalo. Yeah, they do. But can they actually do it? Buffalo's got one year more experience on them in the championship game. I, oh, Jamar Chase just caught a foot a fifty yard pass. Oh man. Let's man. go let's go back. Let's go to Lions. Let's go to Lions and Bears. Ain't much here. We covered this. 
Um, Bears is about um three. What do you think? Fantasy and game overall. This is an important game for both teams. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think the Lions are going to win this game. I think so. They do. It's in Detroit. They need their first win. The and Lions let's be clear. Need- Goff has been playing half bad. Yeah, no, Goff's not playing bad. Hawkinson is, Hawkinson is doing his thing. Right? He is. Oh. Hawkinson's definitely doing his thing. The other receiver they got, I forgot the guy's name. I picked him up. Cephas? No, for, for, for Detroit. Cephas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He seems to be their number one receiver over there. Yeah. And they got a bunch of other guys, but... Young cats. The Bears can be beat. Absolutely. Andy Dalton and them might actually beat Detroit. Is he back this week? I don't know. Fields could beat Detroit, but he could easily lose to them. I think Detroit's going to get up for this game. On the injury front, Khalil Mack is questionable. Andy Dalton's questionable. Questionable means game time decision. If they don't practice, um, if they don't practice by the weekend, they're out. Um, Trevathan's out. Mooney's out. I mean, Mooney's questionable. They got there's a lot of banged up players. Michael Brock is on the defensive line. Romeo Cara, linebacker. DeAndre Smith, they starting running back is um is um questionable too. You know what? I'm gonna roll with you. I got Detroit as well. I haven't been making Who's picks with you. Running back is out. Who's out? Swift. DeAndre Swift. He's questionable. He's questionable. Yeah, but that's all right. They got a backup running back. Jamal Williams, dude, is actually all right. Yeah, he's, de- he's different. One of my favorite NFL players you just mentioned. Long time. He won the Super Bowl with the Broncos, and that's Danny Trevathan. Yes. Love, love that dude. He was one of the fastest linebackers I had ever seen at one point. He's on IR, though. Yeah, that's a big loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got Roquan. They still got Roquan. But yeah. uh, if Trevathan is out and Mac is out, mm-hmm. all you got is Hicks and Roquan. And I think Detroit's actually going to take this game. Take the lines. Uh, I, absolutely, I agree. Take the lines. Let's move right along. Because on time's sake, this might be a good matchup. And then people are going to sleep on it. This is a 1 o'clock game, though. Panthers and Cowboys. Panthers come in undefeated. You said they had a soft schedule so far. That could be true. Cowboys come in with only one loss. Their second string home game. The Panthers are in trouble. Right? <laughs> this is when it gets real. Dallas with this win. Christian McCaffrey hurt. You got the backup running back in there. You got two receivers, but not the best offensive game. The offense hasn't been crisp. Their defense is pretty good, but the defense has not seen anything like what the Cowboy offense is presenting right now. What's the spread? Dallas by four. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. They, they want, they, be careful with the chip. If anything, if you're, if you're not sure about how to bet it, buy two points and bring Dallas down to two. But honestly, I think Dallas got this one. Got I it. think Dallas has got this one. In the dome, crowd's going to be crazy. Defense is going to be all over the place. They're going to come after Sam Donald, who's been playing very good football. I'm happy for Sam. Because the Jets did not need to draft a quarterback. They had one. They just didn't do their job. Given the kid, they could have used that pick somewhere else, but they wanted to go in another direction. And Sam Donald's showing them why they didn't need to do that. Absolutely. And C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb on the Cowboys, he's, he's, he's putting that 88 to justice. He's bringing that number to justice. 
talking about C.D. Lamb with Amari Cooper. Because if they ever actually really figured out a third crazy receiver, Gallup's a fast guy, but if they ever got another real... I think Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson's vying for that. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, Cedric Wilson's been balling. And Pollard's running better than Ezekiel. That's true, too. Offensively, Dallas is set, and they got a whole bunch of young, hungry dudes on defense. I might, if I'm in their next draft, I might do the same thing over again. Draft seven more defensive guys. Got to. And they, 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 it's, it's, it's a very good. I like what Jerry Jones is doing over there. That no, not Jerry. Stevens. Stevens doing this. Who? Steven Jones, the son. The son is doing this. Well, somebody named Jones is doing it. <laughs> but they're not screwing around right now. Keeping so. up with the Joneses, man. That's right. Keeping so, up with uh, the Joneses. I'm definitely taking Dallas. I don't know if I'm taking them with the four. Just to be safe, I buy them buy two points and take them at minus two. Got it. Now, let's move along. Colts and Dolphins. This is a battle of lowly teams. Dolphins have been looking disappointing, but they lost their quarterback. Two was on the shelf for a while. Wentz is hurt too, so it's the back. It could be a battle of backups, or it could be Wentz is playing like a backup right now. He's been playing like a backup for no, for at least two years now. And then you got um um Brissett on the other side. He got a cannon, but something something about the Dolphins is off. It's just their and their defense is not holding up. Where is this game at? This is at Miami minus one and a half. Miami's giving one and a half. Yep. This one's an interesting game. Absolutely. Very tricky game. This is one of the tougher games of the week. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to go with the Colts. Mm. They're on the road. Understand, the Colts are the only competition Tennessee really has in the division. Jacksonville and Houston aren't going to be there. The Colts were built for success. They just need a quarterback. They need somebody placed at the top. I think if Sam Darnold was on the Colts, the Colts would be three and zero right now. Keep in mind, Quentin Nelson's hurt again. He hurt his ankle. I think on the that same is, leg that he hurt it. Uh, same um, that, knee hurt. That is a bit of a problem with Quentin Nelson being out there. Mm-hmm. But understand, Indianapolis has the as as good a defense as Miami does. A better running back than Miami does. And pretty much as good a receiver as Miami does. Taylor been kind of disappointing this season, though. Yeah, I mean, because I understand. That's the result of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. When you don't play the passing game, you stack the box for the run. Yeah. And they still got Nehemiah Hines, who's a good third down back as well. Yeah. This one is a tough call. Mm-hmm. Brissette can play football. Can. Brissette can definitely play football if you let him hang around too much. But he's not a difference maker, in my opinion. No. This game is, that game is really, really tough. But I, I, I feel like Indy's going to eke out like a one-point win. I think so, too. I think, I think the Colts are going to, you know what? They've been close. They've been close for a win. I think they get their win this week. I think they come, they don't party in Miami. They treat it as a business trip. You know how I get when I get to these party places? You come in there Friday, you out of there. You come in there Saturday night, you come, um, you leave Sunday with the dub. Yeah, that one, um, that one's gonna be worth monitoring. But let's see what happens. Okay, Browns and Vikings. Odell's back in the fold. 
And and they go to Minnesota. Cleveland by two. In Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's Kirk Cousins is not playing bad. He's not playing bad football at all. Yeah. They 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 the they're the team that cost me my perfect week last week. <laughs> you were sick. I had Seattle tight. on a teaser getting five and a half points and they couldn't hold it down. Mm-hmm. That Seattle defense was more Swiss cheese than I thought. We're gonna get to that later. Yeah. But Minnesota, if they plan to stay in this season, they kind of they got to show up with their best game. They got two serious cards. They didn't even have Dalvin Cook, but Madison, I was a big fan of that dude. He runs hard, and he runs he runs true. You you like their running back stable in Vikings, and that's essential when they when they when Kirk Cousins runs play action. That's their whole offense. Yeah, but they playing a better running back stable right now. Absolutely, probably the top in the league. Yeah, tandem wise, it's it's serious. But hunting Chubbs, that's like, that's like, let's go back to to the throwback with Jim Brown and 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 his running mate back in Syracuse in the backfield. That's 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 what that looks like. Are you talking about the Express, Ernie Davis? Yeah, man. <laughs> it looks kind of nah, serious like that. No, I hear that. But um, taking it back for the nineties and um two thousand babies right now, but. Catch my drift. Oh yeah. oh yeah, but understand, I would have to take Cleveland with this. Cleveland is built to be the team like this. Absolutely, because they have the one thing Seattle don't have is pass rushers. Absolutely, there's nothing you could do with 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 Miles Garrett and Clowney out there. They're gonna they're gonna cut off a lot of that running. It's gonna take good play calling. Understand, they got phenoms at wide receiver, but you got Denzel Ward who can go toe to toe with at least one of those wide receivers. Maybe you double team the other, and then you just pin your ears back and send those guys on defense. Offensively, Cleveland's okay. There's nobody on the field that can guard Beckham healthy. There's nobody on the field that can guard him healthy. I think Landry's and, on the injured list, but that that that's that's a big loss. Yeah. That's a big loss. Jarvis Landry is a stick, is a chains mover. Yeah, they got Austin Hooper at the tight end. They got Njoku at the tight end, so they're good at the tight ends. Peoples Jones isn't a bad receiver, and they got. I wonder. I think they still got Higgins over there, and a solid line. And yeah, exactly. They're built to beat Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota's going to give it a go, and Cleveland's not going to want to take another loss. Not with um, Baltimore kind of starting to get it together. Yeah. And the division, Cleveland's supposed to win that division. So let's see what happens. I, I have to. I have to run with Cleveland. Got it. Chiefs Eagles. Chiefs go back to town. We kind of touched on this early in the pod. Now, understand. Oh! <laughs> Joe Mixon tried to jump over a guy. My fault. <laughs> I thought you were saying that about Gordon. Gordon comes back. I think he's eligible for this game. I don't think they're going to play him because he got to learn the playbook. But, yeah. That's another. That's another. That's a great addition. If he's right. Understand. Kansas City going into Philadelphia. Both teams need this game, but Kansas City needs it. Mm. Their division, their division is ridiculous right now. Their, their division is eight and one, right? And they're one and two. They're in the last place in their division, which is unheard of for Kansas City. It's starting to be ridiculed. They never cover spread. They almost never cover the spread anymore. You know, and that's a little concerning. That means they're losing. They're winning games by less than a touchdown. 
Mm-hmm. They could be beating teams by two and three touchdowns, and they're not. This is a get-right game for Kansas City. It's a seven-point spread. If their defense can't get up for Philly, I don't know what to say for them. If their offense can't get up for Philly, I don't know what to say for them. But they should be able to break Philly the way Dallas did. Absolutely. I got to roll with Kansas City, but I'm worried about that spread. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know what's going on with them with that. Yeah. Somebody, somebody in somewhere is like trying to rig it. Okay, Cardinals Rams. Battle of the undefeated teams, battle in, in a solid division. One of the what's the spread? The spread is Rams by four. Rams Fair. by four. Mm. Mm-hmm. This I, is gonna be quite a game. Mm-hmm. Fireworks, in my opinion. Right now, the Rams are on fire. Right now, absolutely. The they, Cardinals were on fire, but they 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 still lit. But they ain't on fire. You they think Ram, you think Rams and Cowboys are the favorites out the NFC right now? For in maybe forty nine. You still got Tampa out there. That too, but they had they, know, they laid an man. egg against the Rams last week. That the pass Cardinals rush still, got to them. The Cardinals still got. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Dallas still got more to prove. Just because they could win the NFC East don't mean they NFC real. Guess with the big, they, they, they're the big steppers yet. Yeah, I'll get you. Yeah, they, they, they need some quality wins under their belt. And they need consistency, too, at, at the defensive end, at least. The offense, we know the firepower they got, and they showed it for us for, for a season's length. They got to they gotta show me, um, me on defensively. And I, But the thing is, I think they are. I think these kids are going to get stronger in Dallas. Dallas, Dallas is going to make the playoffs, and they're probably going to win a game. Yeah. I just don't know if they're gonna win two. Right. You know? It's gonna get interesting. But as far as this Rams Carolina uh, Rams Cardinals game goes, hold on. It's I'm gonna have to go with the Rams. Me too. But like I said, it's another game where I'd buy two points and bring it down to two for a couple of reasons. One, mm-hmm. Cardinals don't play the Rams well. They're 0-4 the last four times they played the Rams. Mm-hmm. They're 0-4 against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the little speedy Gonzalez dude back there, Kyler Murray, who's got speed. And one of the classic matchups in NFL is Hopkins-Ramsey. That's just classic right there. Oh, yeah, that's must-see so, TV all the time. So if you're looking for a player to put on your fantasy team from the Cardinals, it may actually be A.J. Green. Yeah, he's been strong this season. Yeah, A.J.'s going to be on the other side, and he's not going to have Ramsey on him. Ramsey's going to be on Hopkins. So A.J.'s going to have to do his thing against the other guy. Even that Rondell, the more the rookie kid, who looks pretty good, and Christian Kirk, Mm -hmm. you might have to start looking towards those guys right there. Now, Aaron Donald's coming up the middle, but it's one thing because he's not going to be able to stay in the pocket, but it's all a matter if they can keep Kyler Murray in the, relatively in the pocket or force him left because he's going to have to use his legs a lot in this game. He's going to be on the run. Talking about Kyler? Yeah. Kyler now, can throw on the left, though. Let, let's be clear. He could really throw on the left, especially downfield. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, understand. We got the famous play against Buffalo and all of that, but yeah. I'd rather him throwing on the left than on the right. I'll tell you that for sure. You know what you got to do? You got to play contain. Put a spy in there, and then you got to keep him. You you got to you gotta plaster the receivers, and then you got to absolutely keep him inside the pocket. You cannot let him – you can't let him escape the pocket at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think I they mean, can do it because you got Aaron Donald running up the um, middle. This is where they have their success at against the Cardinals. Yeah, but then you said the guy from the outside. Nobody's afraid of either team's running game. Sonny Michelle actually played a little better than I thought. I'm telling you, you know, he's a player, man. No, he is. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's good that they picked him up. Now, as far as on the Rams side of the field, now don't get me wrong. They've got run. They've got defensive ends in on the Cardinals. They got JJ Watt and Chandler and, Jones and Chandler Jones, which is real. But Matt Stafford right now is on another level. Tell I mean, he's playing, and he's got weapons. Yes, and he's got a defense. That's the scariest part. And it's one thing when you got Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. But, but Deshaun Jackson. Jackson just burning down the middle of the field, taking safeties and all kind of people with him. This dude is like 37. And he's still like one's a 4-3. This is crazy to me. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but that dude doesn't even, I don't even think his feet touch the ground. Like, that dude just keeps flying down the field. And this the, dude is 35 plus, man. Yeah, bro. And you know who's really eating on the low on the Rams? Mm-hmm. It's Tyler Higby. Absolutely. Kudos to you guys for that. And I should should have thought about it at the beginning of the season because when Matt Stafford was in Detroit, Hawkinson was one of his his main targets. He loves tight ends. Absolutely. He actually likes tight ends. And Higby just picked right up where he left off and is eating right now. And a no fullback system that they play, spread. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going Rams minus two, though. Got it. Oh, man, you're going to like this matchup. Let's stay in the NFC West. Seahawks 49ers. This is a 405 game. I have no idea. Well, we know why it's, it's not 820 because we, we got we got the um we got the go coming up. But yeah, man, you us Seahawks 49ers. Um San Francisco invades Seattle. Who do you got? What's the spread? The spread is wow. Well, this is agreeable. San Francisco by two and a half. There's issues in this game right here. I mean, the 12th man in Seattle is no joke. It's a hard place to play. No, no, they're playing. They, they, they're going to San Fran. That's my fault. Oh, they're going to, oh, they're going to the bridge. San Fran? Oh, now that changes the whole perspective. You know E-40 going to be getting hyphened again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He ain't, got the, he ain't nothing in Oakland anymore to cheer for. So. Nope. But understand, Tyler Lockett's out, right? Let me look at my list. I think, yeah, he is. He's, no, he's questionable. He's a game time. He got hurt. He got hurt kind of bad. Metcalf is questionable, too. Metcalf questionable, and the defense is suspect. I saw all I need to against that Minnesota team. They had to blitz everybody, and Kirk Cousins still hit him. What did I tell you about that defense? I told you that defense is suspect. All they got is Jamal Adams back there. He cannot do it all. If we do not blitz off the edge, they got an issue. That that pass rush comes and goes. Yeah. And a cover D3 defense with holes in it. Yeah, bro. It's that one. I mean... I have to go with the Niners after what after that. Just that that lack of defense that I saw against It was concerning, man. Yeah, it was. Against a team they should beat. 
Now, understand, Minnesota's Minnesota's got the personnel to hang tough. Yeah. But you would think with Russell Wilson and all of that, they should be able to maintain. But they scored 17 points early and didn't score again. again. Nah, man, I'm taking the 49ers, too. And let's, let's give credit where credit's due. Garoppolo been looking good, too. Yeah. With Debo, Brandon, Ajuk, Kittle. Yeah, Ayuk, Kittle, yeah. Yeah, they're not looking bad. They're not. The run, it's like running back by committee right now. I wish don't worry, they, I wish they would have still have Raheem Mostert. Oh yeah, that would have put that def, uh, they would put that offense up another notch. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a tough one over there, but I have to give the edge to Seattle. I mean to uh, San Fran. I have to roll with the 49ers by a field goal. Maybe by even by, by six by six points. Got it. I think I'm I'm with you on that one. Ravens, we got four more to go, and then we out of here. Ravens, Broncos, four twenty-five game. Broncos are still your your boys are still undefeated. Tyler, um, Teddy Bridgewater been looking good. Yo, Patrick Sutton back to back weeks. That wide receiver core looks amazing. Well, understand this is Denver's first real game. Yeah, three and zero. Baltimore. Has gone through the roller coaster ride of life. In <laughs> more ways than one. That, that's 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 the way to put game, it. Yeah. The first game they should have lost to the Raiders. Then they should have beat the Raiders, and then they ended up losing to the Raiders. <laughs> Not love. The second game. Who was their second game against? Their second game oh, was against the. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. Yep. And, and the a nail biter too. They had three straight weeks of nobody's thing. Then the third game, they go lowly Detroit, and it takes a 66-yard kick that shouldn't have even happened because the play clock expired, and they should have been a 71-yarder, which they wouldn't have even went for, and they won by the greatest kick in the history of NFL. Amen. Amen. I, amen. If I just beat, if I just beat a... a, a uh, um, a half a billion dollar quarterback the week before on a short week, I'll be popping. I'll be popping shit. She paying my damn self. No, listen, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> now understand. Are they going two mile high? They are. Now, now you're going into Denver, a mile above elevation. Now Denver got issues right now. Yeah. Denver is still missing our best route runner, Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. Our other wide receiver that we lost for the season is KJ Hamler. Yeah. Who was that a lot of people don't know is that short, shifty, quick receiver that can do all kinds of He fits of today's NFL he fits today's NFL beautifully. Yeah, yeah, he does. So now we with Cortland Sutton, who in his prime was the all pro, mm-hmm. who can cause you issues. Tim Patrick, a slept on receiver, who's actually pretty good. Yeah. And we got Noah Font at the tight end and two running backs. Who runs like a wide receiver. No one fan. Yes. The defense has been pretty solid. Mm-hmm. We got the rookie Sertain back there. We got Simmons, the all-pro. Yeah. Von Miller's Safety. over there. Bradley Chubb. Denver's playing good football right now. This is the test right now. So what is it, what is it telling you, man? It sounds like you're leaning with the home team right now. What are you going with? Don't. You going head with head over heart or vice versa? Well, what's the spread? It's even. 
Wow, even the bookies don't know. <laughs> as of as of Thursday night football, yeah, they don't. They could change. I'm going with them, but let's go. <laughs> I'm going with them. Let's go. I, it's heart and half my head. I don't know. I don't trust this Ravens team. Their defense is not impressive. They give up a lot of points, and Denver doesn't. They got their act together last week against Denver, though. I mean, against against Detroit, but that, that was Detroit, though. I'm just scared Lamar Jackson's going to rush for 130 yards this game. That's what I'm afraid <laughs> of. That's he might. the only way that Denver can lose is by letting Lamar go ham. You know, That's you know, way. and I've been watching the Ravens closely. Their 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 run blocking techniques, their their scheme, their run blocking scheme is just like innovative. It's something I haven't seen. They pull the guards, they pull the lines opposite directions and they run misdirection the opposite side. In a in a certain kind of way with a two, their zone run their zone running scheme is just so like next level like like futuristic. Yeah, it's. I can't it's, call this game. I got Broncos by a field goal. That's what I'm taking. I'm rolling with Denver. Close game. They let's can go see. either way. Let's see it. What's next? Steelers Packers. This got to be the get-right game for Ben. This is a make-or-break game for them. I don't know. They're going to mile high. I mean, they're going to, they're going to Lambeau. Yeah, they are. Not they good. Got a, they got a, a Green Bay team that's looking to rattle off a whole bunch of wins right now. Green Bay that by San, six and a half. That San Fran game was real. I understand Pittsburgh could do it, but Ben's just not looking like himself. But Tomlin's going to have them working in practice. This game's going to be a nail biter. I'm a little concerned with that spread right there. But, um. You know what that tells me? Green Bay's coming coming back home off a, off a Sunday night football, an uh, emotional Sunday night football um, win. But they just came back and won from a from a 17 point deficit, I believe. Yep. And then they come in and they, and they got the Steelers at home. You know what? If. Here's my thing. If Watt is playing this game, I got to check the injury report. If Watt is playing this game, they got the personnel to shut Aaron Rodgers down. Yeah, but Aaron ain't in shutdown mode right now. Green Bay starting offensively quick, and it's only a matter of time before the defense does, and you know they're going to be coming for Ben. You're talking about two of the classic teams in football, football history. history yeah, man. In Pittsburgh and Green Bay, they're, they're going to be shutting the lights down at 8 p.m. on Saturday so everybody gets their rest because the whole town's going to be in the stadium for that game right Absolutely. there. And, and you know, but, but let's be clear, the, the terrible towels ta- travel as well. And that's a short trip. Yeah, it's, not, it's not that short, but it's a trip. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that short, but I gotta roll with the I gotta roll with the Packers on this. I think Ben Roethlisberger's mobility is becoming a problem. He's having a problem getting the ball down the field. I don't know if Deontay, is Deontay Johnson playing. Deontay Johnson. Let's see. Cause they need him. Deontay Johnson. Deontay on the defensive side, correct? No, he's a wide receiver. Wide receiver? Deontay Johnson. I don't see him on the injured list. 
Well, he was out last week, mm. and he lost. And he's one of Ben's favorite receivers now, even with with uh, Claypool and and Juju out there. Deontay seems to seems to eat well. Get a lot of offense. targets, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm still rolling the Packers. I don't know about the spread. Not an injury report. He might be playing. He might be playing. Six and a half is this. I don't know, man. This Pittsburgh team. I kind of stay away from that game with that spread. This is this is troubling too. Um, Chase Capel and Schuster was limited in practice today. If that's, all going, if that's all going down, mm-hmm. that game could be tough. Maybe an under. You might want the under in that game. Got it. I could see a lot of hard hitting in that game. Absolutely. It's going to be a physical game. What else we got? Oh, man. What everybody in Boston been waiting for. The return to Tom Brady. 820 NBC. Be there. What's the spread? 12? No. Actually, Tampa Bay by 7. That was generous. This should be a beating. (laughs) It's just rookie quarterback. Tom Brady seeking revenge. Yeah, he's got no reason to be vengeful. Against no, no, against one man, Bill Belichick. Why would he want revenge against Belichick? My thing is, is that it's always the it's always the oh well, it's the naysayers against the critics. Like oh, he made you that they made each other, blase blah and stuff like that. Well, Tom already proved that they didn't because he won the Super Bowl without him. But you know the type of competitive out of, out of the Jordans, out of the Kobe's, they look for the edge. They look for the edge to, to get them up there, the extra edge. They're only going to be on 10 regardless because they're competitors regardless no matter what. You can put them on a field of 50 years old. They're going against like 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 um, like um like Kings and everything like that. They're going to see who's racing to the bingo line. But at the same time, like a competitor is a competitor. A beast is a beast. A line's a line. You throw them in the den, they're going to be a line no matter what to the day they die. But Understand, bro. <laughs> They were the New England Patriots were like a battleship, and Belichick was the captain, and Brady was his number one gunner. Mm-hmm. Once that battleship started springing leaks and got weaker, and you knew that ship was going down, the number one gunner went and found himself on his own battleship. That too, but and it- he knew the coach couldn't leave the battleship. And the coach had to go down with the ship. And now they're trying to rebuild the ship, but they got to go up against the, the top brass battleship. But but you don't think Brady didn't want to take the what didn't want to take the the reins too? He didn't want to take the um the steer a bit. Tired of Belichick steering? He wanted to steer a bit. Like listen, listen. I want to I want to I want to be co-captain as well. Like you know what I'm saying? You got somebody here, and, and there's dissension in the ranks. The general looking over his shoulder? Now, understand. There was no reason to stay. All his weapons were gone. It's true. Defense was shaky. And it was time to go. He saw a whole offensive juggernaut that just needed a head down in Tampa. And he went there and it was the best thing he could have did. 
It was too many. It's too. It was. It was egos. Two egos butting at it, and somebody had to go. You know, he's like, "Yo, I'm out of here. Let me find. Let me. Yeah, like you said, let me find my ship." The players play the game, and I understand. New England can't beat Tampa. They barely. They lost to Miami. They got murdered by New Orleans. They're not gonna beat Tampa. Mm-hmm. It's just not happening. And Brady, he's not gonna let it happen. <laughs> Tampa defense, they're gonna pin their ears back and go get this kid. Yeah, you know? I said that. I said I said that to you know what? I, we was debating the breakup, what broke everything up. But one thing that won't be um debated is how Tom Brady gonna go for blood on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, they gonna put up some numbers. Yeah, they they. they what what do you look at the final score with this one? Thirty-one, thirteen, thirty-one, sixteen. <laughs> um, maybe twenty. Uh, more than seven, though. Got it. I think the Pacers are gonna try to run the ball in this one. Some son tells me. I think JP they can't run into that. Nobody can run into that Tampa. I think. I, but but you. Team. But listen, what I'm saying they're gonna try to run the ball. I didn't yeah, say they're gonna run the ball effectively. <laughs> Belichick knows the weakness. Belichick will find the weakness of Tampa. He knows it's in the secondary. Yeah, that's true. You know, he's going to try to keep the defense honest by running, but he has no intention of really trying to run the ball on this team. You don't run into the teams of Tampa's D. You think you, you don't? Even the Rams did. The Rams threw over it. You think they you, did little? They did little runs in there just to try to keep them honest. But after that, it was just bombardering. So you're gonna have to bomb away on this. I gave so you, a, I gave you a couple of names that might eat in this game: Evans and Henry. Evans, he, he actually go well, first off. No, not Evans. Sorry, that dude, that dude, that um, that um, Matt Jones goes to um, the the receiver, the young boy. Jacoby Myers. Right. He's got Myers and Aguilar. Yeah. Those are. Right there, yeah. But I understand. You know who else is coming back, which is even worse, is Antonio Brown. Oh yeah, off COVID. There's nobody that can guard that dude in New England. I mean, you got three receivers. They got Gilmore over there. They got two. They got two really good receivers. But it's either they're going to be guarding Mike Evans, Godwin, or Brown, and whoever's not, they're not guarding, is going to get cooked. Oh man, slaughter alert! That's going to be a slaughter alert right there. Yeah, it's a Sunday night special. Shouldn't be too much of a game. Yeah. Okay, let's go for the finale. Raiders Chargers, probably the game with a probably the game of the weekend. Wait, what's the spread? Spread is three. Chargers and that beautiful new SoFi Stadium they playing in. Wait, they play in the same stadium as the Rams? Yep. Which is weird to me, but yeah. Well, it's like Jets Giants. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The Raiders. The Raiders ain't surviving this. <laughs> They not so they not get they not no, they they gonna get got. I think I think it's gonna be a close game though. I like I like what I see from Carr, like what we see from Waller. But that defense is inconsistent. I mean that offense is inconsistent. The defense been carrying them surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. I understand their defense is good, but I don't think they're gonna stop. No, nah, I don't think so either. <laughs> they got What's too many players. What the spread is? Spread is three. No, sorry. Yeah, three charges. 
three points charges. Yeah, I think they're gonna win by a little more than three. Got it. But either way, they're gonna win by at least a field goal. Who so, goes? Who goes off in this game? I'm trying to think. Peyton Barber's been playing well, also on the um and Rugs. Rugs. Rugs had two thirty-seven last week. I'm sorry, he didn't have two set. Did he have two thirty seven last week? On the season, he has two thirty two hundred thirty seven yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Mike Williams had two two ninety five so far. Mike Williams is the leader. That's solid secondary. Derwin James out there, the safety. That's the, that, that's the dude. That's the dude. He can play anywhere he, in the secondary. Yeah, he's all pro out there. They got guys up front. Joey Bosa's going to get to him. Miami almost beat them. San Diego's taking them out. I don't know who the guy's going to be for San Diego. Nobody can guard Keenan Allen on that team. Mike Williams is definitely good for a touchdown, maybe two. And yeah. Austin that goes off. I'm um, bad, San Diego. We mean LA. We know we LA. it ain't that far. <laughs> definitely not that far. Right now, LaVisca Chanel's doing his thing. It's a good game. I don't know if you're watching. 14 up right now. So so they came back, but they're about to go in there, but Jacksonville's about to go back into the end zone in a second. So this is third quarter we talking about? Yeah, it's like three, four minutes left in the third. And it's fourteen up. It's real right now. This is a good game. Oh, Jacksonville man. Jacksonville needed a game like this. They look like a football team right now. I'm glad for them. So 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 um some players and all walks of life, there you have it. We got the play by play. We got the, we got the we got the fantasy on lock. We stay got. close to those picks. I gave you ideas about who to take. And if you're not sure still, remember, there's always the teaser. Every pick I gave you, you add six points to whatever team you want. Teasers are always pretty good to take. Throw 100 bucks on a 617 teaser. It gets you $700, $800. Imagine Tampa Bay, instead of seven points, only giving one point. Listen, With man. With Kansas we... City, giving seven points, only giving one point. You know, with Detroit, three-point underdogs, now they're getting nine points. That six points makes a difference in the NFL. It's an easy win. I'm not saying it's got to be your main ticket, but you should always have one of those in there. It always helps. It just it just will. Just putting food on the table for y'all. <laughs> just putting food on the table for Thanksgiving. Last week, I was 16 for 17. I will keep you posted. In fact, let me tell you who I took last week, first off. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, by the way, some uh, about three or four of them were also baseball picks. I mi- I mixed in there. Yeah. I don't want to let you think it was just football. I right? think we're going to get baseball and everything back in the mix next week, but carry on. All right. Definitely, definitely, but but definitely, that's a that's a great sneak preview or whatnot. But we listening. Go, go on with the baseball. Go ahead. Let me see if I can find the pictures of those tickets. Hold on. Okay. As we round, and then next week is the is the playoffs. So that's a whole nother animal. Actually, one whole four pick ticket. One of them was all baseball. Actually, let me switch over. Of the footballs, on the teaser, I had Arizona giving one and a half to Jacksonville. That's easy. The spread was seven and a half. I teased it down to one and a half. Tennessee was a four point favorite at playing at home against the Colts. I had them getting two points. They smacked the Colts. <laughs> New Orleans was a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, where are they? I'm sorry. No. 
Buffalo was a six and a half point favorite playing Washington. I teased it down to them giving a half. They won by like 900 points. Got it. Again, Washington. New Orleans, as an insult, was a three and a half point underdog to New England, which mm. was ridiculous. So I had them getting nine and a half. They won by like 20. Mm. I took Green Bay. They were set four point underdogs to San Fran. I teased it and I got 10 points. And they won the game outright. The under over was 49 and a half. I teased it down to 43 and a half and took the over. It went well over. That same New Orleans game, the under over was 44. I teased it. I took the under under 50 points. It hit 41. Right. And the one game I lost, Seattle was a one-point favorite. Was a one-point favorite in, against Minnesota. I turned them into a five and a half point underdog and got five and a half, and they lost by thirteen. Oh, so man. That's how I lost that thousand right there. <laughs> I didn't get a thousand, but I would have won about a thousand. Mm. And the three other ticket I did win, I took New Orleans, giving one and a half. I told you they beat the they beat uh, Belichick. I took Miami, getting four points again. That crazy Raider game. And the reason I took that, one, Brissett is a better quarterback than people think. And plus, I know the whole world jumped on the Raiders. Just food for thought. Mm-hmm. If you go somewhere and you bet on sports and you hear 19, 9 out of 10 people picking the same team, don't pick that team. Don't pick it. You, you, said, that, you, said, that, you said that the last episode. So just yeah. a reminder, just a review. Do not yes. pick... And that wasn't based off of anything statistic-wise. Miami's a decent team. They're just not playing well. The Raiders are playing better than they probably are, and too many people are taking the Raiders. Sometimes it's not about the logistics of the game. Sometimes it's about, are you really? do you really think the bookie is going to let 90% of the country take his money? No. That's what you got to watch out for in football. Sometimes the obvious pick is the one that will eat you. If you go somewhere and you get everybody taking the same team, chances are you shouldn't take that team because that's how the rest of America's thinking, and it's a mistake. Besides that, I took the so I took New Orleans giving one and a half. I took Miami giving getting uh, getting four points. I took the Rams giving two points against a Tampa team that had not lost in ten games. But I knew this was their game. At first, during the middle of the week, I actually had Tampa. And then I thought about it. One, this game needs a lot more to the Rams. Two, they're at home. And three, their secondary is weak. And this is not the team you want a weak secondary against. Absolutely. At all. all. Mm. So, I went for the Rams. And the last pick was... Oh, I took the White Sox, the baseball game, and I took Arizona giving giving six and a half to Jacksonville. They won by 12. So it was a comfortable ticket, comfortable wins. Just to give you a heads up, if you're looking for, if you guys are looking for some picks, the most solid picks that we made today, what did we make today? Let me go back to the games really quick before we go. Definitely, I wanna. I'm gonna see how you do with the basketball picks because basketball is right around the corner, and we didn't even get to that. But media week, 
games. Football is getting into the meat of picking time. When you start getting week four or five, these are good times to pick. So Fan- you're talking fantasy and and um and that. Well, no, not fit. Well, well, fantasy fantasy is a week to week thing. Fantasy, I'm talking about regular betting. Mm. Washington with a one point spread at Atlanta. Washington's got to get up. They mm-hmm. got to get up. Atlanta, they're playing football, but they know they can't win their division. There's no chance. Washington's got a shot. Washington has to get up for this game. Got That's it. one. Underdog-wise, I like Detroit. I'm telling you, they're a three-point underdog to Chicago. Actually, they're going to be playing in Chicago. But I understand, that's a tough environment. But even though Jared Goff's over there, Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. People forget you that. I'm saying? He's seen what it takes to get to the top. Yeah, and man. He, I guess he's not. He wasn't the quarterback for the Rams, but he's not a slouch. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. He's definitely, he's definitely not. He's got the ability you've seen to make smart plays and put put potential, you know, contenders up against the wall. I like them as an underdog. I would actually flip that game over and bring them to a minus two, or maybe even just take a money line. I got. Uh, Tennessee Jets, that's six and a half. I don't know what's going on with that. That's definitely on my teaser and bringing them down to a half a point because they, they're not losing to the Jets. That's, that's, that'd be the shock of the year. And it happens. It happens, you know, and the Jets are always involved in shocks of the year. Jets first win last year was against the Rams when they were 0 13, which was insane. But, you know, Jared Goff is a funny quarterback when it comes to, to, to taking bets. So, even that underdog, put that on a separate ticket, you know. But uh, Tennessee should beat the Jets by a touchdown. Got it. And a lot of people, but be careful. A lot of people are going to jump on that game. Just be careful. I would prefer you tease it than take it with the points because it doesn't make sense. Cleveland, Minnesota, minus two. Games like that, I mean, Minnesota's going to want to show up, but Cleveland should take them out. Got it. I'll play Cleveland with the bet. Indy Miami is another tough one right now. I told you I like Indianapolis. My underdog ticket would be Indianapolis, Detroit. Let me see. Dallas, you can buy down too. Indianapolis, Detroit, and. Well, those are the two main underdogs. Will be Indianapolis and Detroit. Yeah, Sega. Definitely. Carolina is definitely going to lose to Dallas. Got it. They're, they're going to lose that game. It's four and a half. Bring it down to two and call it a day. But Dallas may blow them out. Don't 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 think Dallas will not blow this team out. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm not mean to ride high on the Cowboys. Not a big ride high Cowboys kind of guy, but. Dallas not playing games right now. They young, a young defense is what you want. Young, hungry, skilled, and talented, while the offense is steady. Got it. Cal don't have that yet. Got so, it. that's a good bet. If you want a good bet, it would be the Dallas with the two points, probably Washington. Yeah, man. But let's... and one more game, Buffalo with that seventeen and a half. Don't get scared of that 17 and a half. Don't think they won't stomp almost nothing the other week. And they, they're not, they, they, they're not there at home. And now Josh Allen's awake. So don't get too, don't be too scared. Absolutely. We went a little over time, 
But there you got it, man. You got one more pick, or you good? Uh, oh, of course. New England's going to score 75. I mean, uh, Tampa's going to score 75 points on New England. Six-point spread is nothing. They should be able to handle that. Brady's got all the motivation in the world to just stomp on his old coach, and there's not much he's going to be able to do about it. Absolutely. I'm going to be and very interested. the crowd's interested. not even going to boo Brady. The crowd's not even going to boo Brady. Yeah. I would be very interested in what you think about the WNBA and the MLB players, but we definitely talk off air about that. But yeah, we'll get to that. Absolutely. But, you know, same time, same place. Will, Will on, on the guest hosting again. G-Maw on the mix. Hey, if you got some notes, chime in. Let us know what y'all think, man. You know, send a message or something. You never know. Maybe we'll go live and take some questions. That too. Yeah, hit the hit the IG page. Peep the play. Um, peep the pay podcast. Hit the Twitter. Peep the play pod. Um, we're gonna go on Facebook soon. You know where to find us. Shout out your tag on if you want to shout out your tag on socials. Cause I, I just that was another that's another account. I just found out you on social. That's right. We out there. Listen, we going peep to play. If anybody thinks they can beat me in a in a matchup prediction pick, I'd love to hear it. Let's see. I'll go heads up with anybody who wants to go at it. Well, you want to shout out your tag or you good? My tag on IG. I mean, right now it's a personal page. You know, I I I don't I don't mix business with pleasure right now. So. <laughs> uh, you know, I, maybe I'll make another IG page or something like that just for this. So, you know, Slaughterhouse131, that's my username, babe. So, got it. see what it is. And uh, good luck with the betting this week, you know. Absolutely. You find me in Juice Report, you know, try to host your um, try to host your um, your favorite show near you or anything like that. You know to find me, Juice Report. It's D-A, Juice with a G, Report. On Twitter, Instagram. You know, you know the tags. So on behalf of everybody, this is G Ma. We out. One love. Later.